Hello, and welcome to the Totally Clinical podcast, brought to you by Techro. Totally Clinical is a deep dive into the freshest trends, big time challenges, and most excellent triumphs of clinical trials. I'm Hannah, your host. Join me as I chat with industry experts, trailblazers, thought leaders, and most importantly, the people benefiting from clinical research. So tune in, settle back, and don't touch that dial. It's time to get totally clinical. As it's the first week of 2022, I've got something a little bit different lined up for you. I've been speaking with members of TechCrow's leadership team to see what they're most excited about for the year ahead. From personalized medicine to hybrid trials to change management, the team explains what's really going to move the needle this year. I started by speaking with our head of global strategy, Malia Lewin, who told me that she hopes that the spirit of collaboration continues post-COVID. In 2022, my hope is that, you know, we continue to benefit from collaboration to continue to drive innovation. Even though the sense of urgency might wane, my hope is that the spirit of collaboration continues and that it becomes a regular part of everything that we do in clinical research so that, you know, everybody has a voice in what technology they use. And that Techro is a central part, not only um, in, in being a preferred technology, but also in being part of that collaboration and really offering the ability for sites to communicate with sponsors, to ease the availability of information between the various stakeholder groups, and to really just benefit from the agility that collaboration itself can offer. Malia also touched on decentralized trials. Now, we've had so much discussion around the idea of trials being decentralized, moving completely online, but she believes the hybrid model is more realistic. One of the big buzzwords is decentralized trials. And I've had an opportunity to speak with a number of different people about decentralized trials and what that means from the patient perspective. And I'm interested in 2022 to see how we define what a hybrid model is. It seems to be emerging as the preferred choice, right? So that things do not operate in the traditional way clinical trials have operated and they don't go fully to a decentralized model, but they're somewhere in the middle. And I think in 2022, we're really going to see that middle develop. Um, And I think part of it is going to have to do with the setting itself, you know, the very practical matter of how much can be done outside of a traditional research environment versus how much uh, will require people to actually, you know, show up and, and, and interact directly with a healthcare provider. But I also think we'll see a stratification of options for different uh, people, whether you're rural or in a city, whether you're a senior or a millennial or, you know, an even younger um, demographic. You know, I think we're really going to see the options uh, for hybrid be defined in a number of different ways. And I'm interested to see how that plays out, because I think what we know is that every patient is different. Every patient is a human. Every person has a different comfort level with technology. Every person has a different desire in terms of how much they want to interact with another human. And I think we're really just going to see a lot of diversity in terms of the models that are adopted and and how hybrid becomes defined. Staying on the topic of every patient is different, Tecra's general manager of R&D products, Sonia Arahu, highlights personalized medicine as a 2022 trend to watch. I'm really excited about the possibilities of personalized medicine. 
Now, I know that um, we have got general medicine and treatments available, and they will be fine. They will continue to be fine for the vast majority um, of, of patients and, and cases. But I think there is a place for personalized medicine. So matching treatments and medicines to our genetic um, uh, makeup. And I'm, no, on a personal level, I'm really keen to see how it progresses and how it can add value to, to patients and, uh, and their treatments. And now to Tetco's Director of Site Strategy, Silvina Baudino. She's focused on encouraging more sites to participate in clinical trials, continuing the momentum she's built with site engagement into 2022 and beyond. I am excited about creating really a community of sites. I think that we are starting, but there's a lot of work to be done. We are receiving feedback from sites in, in different parts of the world, but we want to have a larger footprint as because it's important to incorporate feedback from all the countries or as many countries as we can. Uh, different countries have different challenges, different languages, and we want to be sure that we address all these needs or as many as we can. And the only way to know if we are really helping sites is to hear from them. So we will continue our work. We will continue to reach out to our users and prospective users to incorporate what they have to say in what we do. Because at the end of the day, what we want is more sites involved in clinical trials. That is the only way that we will be able to get more patients into clinical trials and op- op- offer them clinical trials and an option for care. And this should be for everybody everywhere. Sonia, like Silvina, is focused on feedback in 2022, building the product team to get better understanding of the needs of Tecro's users. With Tecro, what I'm really looking forward to is is growing my team, the R&D team, to add even more value to our customers. And I say this because I can see my team is so excited and they really have the drive to disrupt the market, our, our industry, and also provide value to our customers. And what this means really is we have a year where we are even more so working together across the different departments in the company and also with our customers and our users. Two things that we initiated this year have been the, the focus group for our sponsors, but also our site network so that we listen to um, to the site staff. Really important to really get everyone's input so that we really can provide value across, uh, across everyone and all the roles. And kind of related to that, one thing that we announced recently was our partnership with the University of Limerick. I think it's really important that not just tech, but all um, tech companies help bring up the talent pool in their in their region. So for us, we'll be in Ireland. So really looking forward to working with the University of Limerick with their immersive software engineering program to really give students hands-on experiences at companies like ourselves. Kelly Brown is Tecro's Chief Marketing Officer. She discusses how this year Tecro is focused on tackling the challenges associated with change management to make sure our users can successfully utilise our products. The one thing that I think people find scary is is change. But actually in in 2022, and I know at Tecro, we're spending a lot of time looking at this, and it's this whole concept of change management. With Tecro, for example, we're really challenging status quo. And, you know, the way things have done for decades where there is this idea of a safety blanket, right? Comfort in the old ways of doing things, which could be based on paper, it could be a more manual process. And so the the pandemic for uh, 
all of the the negative sides of it, you know, we've seen lots of small software companies jumping into the clinical trial space. They've got great visions of what their software can do. There's more to adopting and embracing technology than just flipping the switch, as it were. And there's a big piece in in the middle, which is really connecting the stakeholders, and that's all users, um, you know, with what the value of that technology or what that vision is. One of the things that we're putting a lot of time and effort into is that whole element of customer success, which everybody uses as a buzzword, but it's really this idea of change management and everything from communication to you know what the metrics are that you know shows that that something is is meeting objectives right what are those um, milestones what is that end state that is going to delight everybody and how do you help with a change management program that is you know systematic and does consider all the different users i think there's a really immense opportunity there For the last two years, we've seen our lives change drastically due to the pandemic, but there have been some positives. Sonia believes that the rapid development of the vaccines has shown the world what's possible when we all work together and is looking forward to this continuing. I have to say what I'm really excited to see is what I think is potentially the only positive of the pandemic. And that is we went from approvals taking years, now sometimes 10 years or even 12 or, or 20 years. We went from that to medicines and treatments being available in as little as a year. Now, I appreciate that quite a lot of the approvals by the regulators have been emergency approvals. And I understand all the caveats around that. But I think it's showing us all, vendors, pharma and regulators, what could be done and how we can accelerate. And so I... I I sense them back through speaking to um, uh, to people in farm and regulators. I sense this is really moving and I'm looking forward to seeing some signs for that. I know it will take time, but I think we will see signs. Not only does it excite me for that kind of top line um, reason, but I'm also thinking, always thinking of patients and patient safety. If we together as an industry can get treatments and medicines to market faster, and likely cheaper because it is faster, while still having the rigor of safety, then lives can be saved that wouldn't otherwise. So I think this is no great news and I'm looking forward to that. And staying with the pandemic, Kelly is optimistic that more people will be out and about this year and is looking forward to finally catching up with people face-to-face at industry conferences. So I think one of the things that, that I'm, I would say, cautiously optimistic about is the world returning, if we could say, somewhat more back to normal? And by that, people moving around a bit more. And, and I think that's one of the things, and it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. I think people have just generally lacked that sense of belonging to a community that isn't just faces on a screen. So we're seeing more people going or planning to go back to conferences and more you know, in-person types of things. Now, of course, we'll have to see how, uh, you know, how the the latest variant of, of COVID rolls uh, around the world. But I still think that there we've we've done a good job, as most countries have done a good job, getting people vaccinated and just being, you know, prepared with masks and things of that sort. That I think we are going to start to see more people moving around, which I think is is going to be something exciting for a lot 
you know, a lot of folks that have either felt isolated or just felt a bit disconnected, just, you know, seeing faces on a screen and, and that being the only sense of uh, sort of in-person or personal engagement. And that's your dose of Totally Clinical, wishing you the very best for 2022. Here at Techro, there's so much to look forward to, and I'll be keeping you updated with my regular interviews with exciting people doing exciting things in the world of clinical trials. You can follow Techro on Twitter. The handle is at TechroOfficial, LinkedIn and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, download the Totally Clinical podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. See you on your next visit, and remember to bring your friends. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.